Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think. But in the end, you will be the judge of it. Either way, what we have to talk about is... Ageless! So, my first question today, this is... What... What is denial? Well, I mean... I think any dictionary would answer that question, no? Mm-hmm. Well, have you ever encountered denial or, like, people in denial? And then, like, how do you handle that? Like, how do you deal with people who are in denial? In denial about what? We're all in denial about something. How, okay, let's start there. How How is that? What is that, like, ignorance? Yeah. For me, denial is like you're actively doing something. and like That too. Because like you deny it. It's not that you're not aware of it. You just, Like you deny it. Mm. Like you reject it in a way. Mm. Do you think denial and rejection... So you think they're different? No. So then ignorance is something you reject. It's like some information or wisdom that you reject. Uh-huh. Oh, so we're not so much victims of ignorance as our ego wants us to be. We are, we elect to be ignorant. Yes. That's intense. Makes sense, though. Because, I mean, like, if you think of, like, you know, Pluto, the planet Pluto, for example, who... Likes to destroy ignorance and mm. stuff like that. Like, that makes sense. Mm. This is like things that we reject, really, that we're ignorant of. Yeah. And uh, I have struggled with that for a very long time. That I thought, you know, how come, you know, how can somebody get ignorant? Like, if somebody, you know, like the Buddhists say, like, you can have an animal rebirth and a like if you have been a human now, but then, you know, if you're really ignorant and mm-hmm. then you can have an animal rebirth. And that to me for the longest time was inconceivable until I had this experience once, like with a person that I knew very well, mm-hmm. who, yes, chose to dull herself down. And this is like dulling oneself down. That means to go more and more and more asleep and thereby to reject more and more and more of information and wisdom that is available. And that, you know, would be to me another word of denial. That makes sense because if you aren't in denial, then you're bright. Yes. You're not dull. Exactly. Because being dull is just like bland and not really honest and not your essential self, but Mm -hmm. like the gray body. Yeah. And it's like nobody can know everything or anything that the Buddha himself could know anything because life is ever evolving. Right. You know, there is this amount of ignorance that's just there. But that is not that because I dull myself down. I, yeah. This is like from the crown vortex where there is 
a lot of natural curiosity to explore. Yeah, I think that's not really ignorance. So this is not denial. It's not ignorance either because you don't reject it. Yeah. It's the unknown. Yeah. And that's not the same thing as ignorance. Yeah. You know, because you have the curiosity and you're open to it and you explore it because otherwise... You know, you say, I solve, I resolve my ignorance by being a know-it-all. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I, I know this about that. And, mm-hmm. it, and guess what? I read about it. Yeah. You know what? I heard about that. Uh-huh. I know it all. Yeah. Everything you tell me, I already know it. That's funny. There's no exploration in that. Mm, no. Because actually when you know something, you reject something else. That's right. And then you're like in denial about that. And then you're in denial about that. Mm-hmm. So, but people can go a whole lifetime being in denial about things, right? And then some. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then some. Mm-hmm. Because. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed like somebody who had a total mm, critical and cataclysmic change happening in their life. Yeah. And let's say somebody lost everything. Mhm. And then you think like wow, you know, everything has been taken away from me. Everything is gone. And you think like wow, this person now could actually experience a moment of freedom. If it's a spiritual person. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Because everything's gone. Like, you have nothing else to lose. Can you hold your train of thought while I make a... Okay, go ahead. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then you can be very excited about this. But Mm -hmm. then you realize that maybe a year or two later, you look at the person and it's exactly the same person that it was before. Okay. Because if we lose... (laughs) Everything at once, if it's like this big, big thing that goes all at once, then the ego feels it has no choice than to rebuild from what it knows. Wow. So it lost everything that didn't matter. Also things that didn't matter. No, but but like in the truth, like, you know, knowledge, like this know-it-all Ego was what I'm, like it didn't lose its ego consciousness. No, it, it, it lost all the material. Yeah. Like that's what you mean. Like yeah. it lost all the outer stuff. It didn't really lose that consciousness of attachment and ego and rejection because yes, exactly. Really, the know-it-all can only know by rejecting. Yes, and then it settles for something. Yes, and then you know maybe it's the consensus or the popular information or what's you know written in the press. I mean, we've yes. been hearing it since the '90s. I don't read what I, I don't believe everything I read in the yeah. papers. You know this and that, but it, but not really losing that attachment consciousness exactly. to rejection. Yes. That's exactly and right. And it's basically self-rejection at the core, I would think. Like, you know, because I think, you know, one of the <clears throat> one of the wisdoms from the tarot is like to know thyself. Mm-hmm. But that means to embrace thyself, not to reject thyself. And when you reject yourself, then you have to supplement it with knowing stuff. Yeah, and then you're in denial about something. And then you're in denial about something. 
That's really intense. So then, and then what you're saying is that then you rebuild from that fragmented consciousness. Yes. That it knows the same. It it basically says, okay, my tower has crumbled, like in the tower from the mm-hmm. tarot, Mar- the planet Mars. Mm-hmm. Everything has crumbled. Now I have to rebuild, but rather purify that know-it-all in the star. In mm-hmm. Aquarius, they say, no, I'm going to rebuild from what I know. Yeah. And so, from the rubble. Yes. And so that leads us back to, you know, can people live like that all their life? And I said, yes, and then some. Because Makes sense. Because you can actually not lose more than your life. Right. You know? but nice. But your life is gone, as you know it, but your consciousness is still there. And so, and this is how, so very often our lives over the eons have just become copies and pastes. And hence the denial. Yeah. Because if you, if, if someone knew that they were rebuilding the same thing, they probably wouldn't do it. But the denial mechanism kicks in to show, no, this is like, you know, this is new, Mm. but it's really not. Mm. Intense. I think so. It's really intense. So how, what's a like? What's a good way to get out of denial? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if losing everything's not doing it, then I guess like there's just no way other than baby being, steps. Being honest. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. No one little step at a time, and this is. Like how I call it is like you have to fool the ego. Mm -hmm. Like you make changes so small that the ego just, you know, doesn't care about it because, you know, this one little thing, whatever. So making small changes is more effective than... Yeah, like... But then why does... Then losing everything all at once. But then my question immediately is, and why then do people lose everything all at once? Because there must be some benefit to it. I mean... You can work it, right? No? Or... I mean, it's case by case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it would be theoretically possible for someone to... They lose everything and then they don't rebuild. Like, then it's like a much quicker, faster... Yeah, like I said. Like, you know, because then you are experiencing a moment of freedom. I mean, if... Yeah. And you sometimes you even see that, like, in interviews, let's say... There is a California wildfire and you lose your home and or a flood and your home has been washed away. And then there are people who take this in stride and yeah, like, yeah, wow, you know, now I don't have to pay the mortgage anymore. I don't know. I suppose, though, you wouldn't know because if you're in denial, then you really have no idea. Mm. But yes, yes, that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So it's really then to recap, like ignorance is rejection and that's dulling you down. Mm -hmm. And then if you're dull, it's very difficult to even get a sense of what's what. Mm -hmm. And we electively dull ourselves down every time we are basically lazy with our thought processes. Yeah, or if we have ideas about ourselves that are just simply not true and then we have to put what it's called a square into a round peg or something like mm-hmm. that 
it is called so you know I have known many people who have this high opinion of themselves that they're like so advanced and that they don't judge and that they're just like you know right there but then if something happens that doesn't fit their agenda then they go straight up into denial well yeah. oh whoa. like i mean have you not yeah, noticed yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. there are people now we are married for so many years and we're together even longer mm-hmm. and there are still people who are in denial about that mm-hmm. because it just it doesn't fit their idea mm-hmm. that's so true i've always wondered about that how denial is a go-to reaction mm-hmm. that's how that is that's rejection in action yeah that's rejection in action and that's that part of rejection that you mentioned where you reject yourself it's because, internalized yeah because denial isn't like it's not like attacking projecting but it's like this rejecting but like you know how like rage is internalized anger mm-hmm. i feel like denial is this internalized rejection you know like mm-hmm. it, it just it feels like yeah, that, I can see that because it's like I deny it and it's not even like where you like I it's funny I want to say like ignore like in terms of mm-hmm, ignorance yeah. like it's not that you don't acknowledge it it's like you do acknowledge it but you deny it that's right you know it's 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 really intense it's like a child standing in the room and putting the hands over their eyes and says I'm gone yeah wow okay okay Okay. Uh-huh. That would be the my image for denial. Mm-hmm. Like it's not there. Like yeah, it's like, like you can't see me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because with denial, you're aware of it. Yeah. But you just you you put your hands over your eyes. Yeah. To deny it. Yeah, and then you do that so long, until you really believe it. Yeah, and you confuse you confuse yourself. Yeah. You dull yourself into yes. confusion. Uh-huh. And then you're ignorant to to reality and truth. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the consequence is you can't really step into your power. No. Because you can't, you can, you, it's impossible to be present and in denial. Because, right. because in presence. Everything's clear. Everything is clear. And in denial, everything is dull. Dull. Mm-hmm. Intense. Mm-hmm. And then the vibration is low, and then mm-hmm. people get tired all the time, and they have no idea what how much strength and energy it takes to be in denial twenty four seven. I can yeah, that's and true. And then they actually. need coffee, and then they need whatever other uppers, and mm-hmm. you know, and they're still tired. They still don't like have like stimulants and stuff. Yeah. So. If you had like a traumatic experience and you don't want to look at it, that might not be denial, I feel like. It might be self-preservation. Yeah. I feel like that's not denial. I feel like denial is more like this selfish ego defense mechanism that says, nah, like we would be ready to look at it, but we're not. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Because it doesn't fit the self-image. It doesn't. What is that? Talk talk about that. I I like what you said about that, like... You know, like, I'm holy and I don't judge, but then if something happens, then, 
Like, it doesn't fit into my self-image, so then what am I doing with it? Like, I'm... I deny it. I deny that this is either happening or... Yeah, talk about these self-images. Like, so what's, what's that? Like, what, like, these self, like, these self-images, like, what are, like, our little, like, what you call, like, these puzzle pieces, and then if, if like, the, the circle comes, but I only have square spaces available, <laughs> then it's, like, or so I think, you know, that's not, that doesn't fit here, like, you know... That's, that's, uh, that's intense, right? Is, yeah. Or how would you describe that? Like, like a self-image. So a self-image, though, can also be, like, something, like, in your reality. Like, maybe it doesn't pertain to, like, my image, but also the image that I have of my reality. Yeah. Like holograms. Yeah. We're talking holograms. Yeah. My self-holograms. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm gonna use some of that in my, in my research and healing work because that's mm-hmm. really cool with the holograms. Because yeah. um, I do a lot of hologram work, but this is really mm-hmm. interesting with these self holograms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why then, like, if you say something that's of value, but my ego doesn't like it, then it's not fitting into my self images, and then I deny it. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, uh, one example that I'm sure you have known people like that. I, my part, known okay. people like that, male and female. Like, this is not connected to a particular gender at all. But, you know, when they think they're like God's gift to men or womankind. Mm-hmm. And they think that everybody is just into them. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. I have often had to bite my cheek to not laugh out loud when I observe these kinds of situations. And let's say there is, um, you know, like you're out with somebody, like you're in a restaurant when that was still a possibility. Mm-hmm. And then let's say there's the waitress or the waiter mm-hmm. and you know they serve you and they're professionally friendly uh-huh you know? right and then you start to see you know how the guy is like starting to flirt with the waitress <laughs> and you're going like, yeah, whatever <laughs> and the waitress stays professionally friendly mm-hmm. and you know is not really uh, responding but you know it's also there i mean it's her table she has to take care of it and then you know as soon as she's gone like the guy I mean, not your guy, obviously, but somebody you're there, like friends or whatever. Says, oh, you see, she's so into me, like how she looked at me. And I was like, and you're like, oh, my God, what do you see? And that's denial. So and this usually, if you look at it, men or women alike, these are either women or men who have been very rejected. Okay. Ah. Uh. You know? who do not feel attractive, who do not feel loved, have jealousy problems, feel generous, um, no, generally lesser than. Mm. And they are in denial about that and they create this hologram around them that everybody is into them. Mm. This is the same programs that cannot see our love. Yes, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this sounds like also like um, 
like um, a projectile of this internalization of denial. Like where I said denial seems to be like an internalized process. Mm -hmm. But this then seems like the acting out of it. Yes. You know, like, you know, because rage can go a long time without acting out, right? Mm -hmm. So this seems like this is the same thing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And so here we have a self-image that we've imposed on ourselves. Like, we are so attractive. Mm -hmm. And we're just it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a self-image. I see myself that way. And I am in denial about the fact that I really feel so unloved. So that I have to prove it with every person I meet that I'm so desirable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't, that seems like, that's not even narcissism. Like, that's no. just like insecurity yeah. and projected patheticness. Yeah, sadly. Way, yeah. You know? I mean, really, I mean it in the true yeah, sense no. of the word. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't mean it as derogatory. I mean it as, yeah. like, you know, medically pathetic. Yeah. It is. Or, you know, yeah. cosmically pathetic, mm -hmm. holistically pathetic, <laughs> naturopathically <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I definitely uh, have I've seen people like that. Well, I was raised in an environment like that, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well. Let's not forget, I've come from LA, so. Mm. Yeah, that of course is true. That's There's like, a lot of that going around there. Yeah, I love Los Angeles mm. and California. It's so beautiful, but you know, this is like whole nother. Yeah, I mean, of course, realm. if you continuously have to be in competition with Hollywood and everything that's mm -hmm. going on, I'm sure you know it's just tough to grow up there. So I think then, do you, I? I said something that I think is really interesting, like earlier in the podcast, but it's like. Um, just kind of changing lanes a little bit, but I'm sure it's mm -hmm. like, you know, pretty much in the same direction where we're going. But do you think that we are outsourcing our thinking? Yeah. I mean, of course. I mean, oof. nobody's thinking for themselves anymore. That would be part of denial, I guess, yeah, right? Because like I feel... Working up a mental sweat. Yeah, <laughs> from dodgeball. <laughs> I feel like if you are not in denial and then thereby not dull, you can think for yourself. Uh -huh. But if you're just... I, I What I notice is that like what, what the ego tends to do is it shuffles information around and then it calls it thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nicely put. Yeah, it's just like, well, I'll just take it from here and I'll put it there and I've processed the information and maybe I held the box, but I didn't really open it and read the contents, but I held it and I moved it from one shelf to the other, so mm -hmm. I know everything about it. Mm -hmm. But I don't have the bigger picture mm -hmm. because I, 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 what I have is uh, what I call the millennial uh, scan where, you know, yes. you just read the headline <laughs> and you know the whole thing. Uh -huh. Or the, the boomer... Uh, the boomer editing where they read the whole thing and they don't even know what they're reading uh -huh. because they're too busy getting caught up on the little, you know, mistakes. edits, the mistakes yeah. and the details. Uh -huh. And so this is like, <clears throat> I feel like we're outsourcing the thinking as well by not when we are in denial, because I guess what the truth is too difficult to confront or what? 
I guess that's what denial is about, really. Like, just not facing the light of the truth. Yeah. 100%. And... Like we said, I mean, thinking, you know, it's a joke. Like, I love to break a mental sweat, you know. Yeah. But it also is true. I mean, thinking, true thinking in the sense of contemplating something. Okay. Can use up a lot of energy. And you have to really open yourself. But if you're in denial, you know, then that's a risk you're not going to take. Mm. so you have to because like you said it needs a lot of energy yeah and you have to have somebody else do the thinking for you (gasps) whoa I often talk about how we are in the age of Aquarius and this is about knowledge but I feel like if if you just grab onto knowledge that's there then you're already that's being fed to you then you're already outsourcing your thinking Mm. I mean in all honesty it's really really difficult to do your own good research these days no I mean I have Google yeah exactly I mean, I don't know if you remember that, but I used to always start <laughs> looking at Google, like at page 400 or something. Yeah, and yeah. Everything else I would totally ignore. And then it would be really interesting what I find there. Mm-hmm. But these days are over. Yeah, they're there over. There is no Google 400 anymore. No, and you still have to try to do your thinking. it's just repeating itself endlessly. And there is no new information that's been divulged because the bots will only always come back to what they already know. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes very, very difficult to find good sources. And, you know, like one of the sources that I use if I have to do research about something is they come like from universities, mm-hmm. like where you have to bite the apple and you have to fight your way through these horrible 1.0 PDF files. Yeah. You know, but this is then really where you find good information. Yeah, and of course. It's really, it's sourced well, and it tells you where it's coming from, and mm-hmm. you have, like, a bigger picture than just a millennial, <laughs> like... Headline, headline grab. Headline grab, exactly. Clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I kind of understand that most people are not willing to do that, nor maybe the next generation who doesn't even know that that exists. Right. And we have, as humans, across all generations, I think, maybe not, I don't know, but at least some of the generations I know, is this need to know. Yeah. Yeah this need to know and <clears throat> i feel like it can be something that's very violent you know this need mm-hmm. to know yeah if you're interrogating somebody if you're interrogating mm-hmm. but it's also doesn't really matter about the quality of knowledge no it's like i just need to know like okay like i habitually need to know the weather and then i'm told what the weather is and then i'm done mm. check 
But still, that need to know has been, that hunger has been fed. Yes. Yeah. And we constantly need the, have the need to know. And we cannot really allow things to be outside of our denial, our self-images. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or if something comes that's outside of our images, then we deny it or we say, we fact check it. <laughs> yeah. That's not fitting into my self-images, like my 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 my, my self-image list of facts. Yeah. And we will find whatever we need to find to confirm whatever it is we believe. Google has a fact check section now. Wow. It's really, really scary for the next generation. That's how I feel. Scary for this generation. Yeah, but this generation at least knows that there is something different. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. You know, but the next generation <clears throat> will not even know. And if I... Yeah, those who are about to reincarnate too. Yeah, and and, and if mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about it, because I don't know if you know that, but I mean we've mentioned that Arg has been badly censored, and um, so Twitter also took away thousands of his followers. Mm-hmm. And these were not bots; these were really organically grown followers. Mm-hmm. And that's really intense because. All these people now, they are like second class people, you know, that are not mm, deemed good enough for a certain kind of information. Mm. And once this goes on... Like a caste system for information or what? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Need Mm -hmm. to know in another way. Yeah. That that's a need to know uh, basis. basis. On a that's basis. on a need to know basis. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten four clear. Love that. The cast like system, for information. system for information. I just titled this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really that's intense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is then um, taking the denial to the next level. Wieso? Because then. <laughs> Like the different costs of denial (laughs) (laughs) would then be the different waves of information they are being fed. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, we see that already, like how Google, a Google search will, will, um, the parameters are based off your search history. Yeah. Like you find totally different things than I do. That's why I really, I'm really proud and I'm really like, you know, that Tim Cook, you know, made that statement about like how users on the internet should not be tracked from one thing to another Yes. for marketing purposes. Yeah. Like, you know, like how I said, for decades, we've been doing marketing without that. Mm-hmm. And this, you know, is calling for a reform. I think that's great Yeah. because these search parameters and this, con- this creating this caste system of information. Mm-hmm is really quite extreme. You can control the commerce sites. You can control the information, the education, all of that. Like, really, in a way, how it used to be. Yeah. You know? I mean, read my mainstream media meltdown article. Mm -hmm. Like, how news came to be. Yeah. 100%. So, I mean, if you can find it. And (laughs) Yeah. Not even funny. Mm -hmm. But, yes, try to find it. 
but nothing has changed. It's only our self-image about it and our, okay. our holographic perspective about it has changed because the king, whoever the king of the moment is, is still the only one who has the true information. And you think he will part with it? And give it to you? No, not even WikiLeaks is gonna get it. Yeah, but I, but I, but what's really powerful about that is that maybe the king has the information, but we all have the truth within us. Yes. And there we have our own mainstream to, to like yes. you know, the truth, the divine, and that's the most powerful thing. But this is this you know, this is a weak connection. You know, that we have to all strengthen, you know, with meditation and good lifestyle and th and not outsourcing our thinking. Yeah, like how it mm -hmm. said, you know, a true sage, like with the cosmic pixels, for example, like with the tarot, it says, mm -hmm. I could live in a prison cell all my life. All I need would be a tarot deck and I could tell you exactly what's going on in the world. Yeah, beautiful. And that's how it is because, you know, that. through the archetypes, like you look and you see, mm -hmm. but Hey, who's got the time? Well, <laughs> in lockdown, I have my tarot deck <laughs> and I see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh huh. Yeah. But it's not, we're wasting like so much time and so much energy. It's like these inconsequential things. Yeah, very inconsequential. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's important to stop outsourcing our thinking mm -hmm. and, you know, to just become aware of this caste system of information and just know that it's going on mm -hmm. and to not contribute to it either. Mm. And, and how do you do that? Well, by addressing your denial. And I think it starts within like where do you the simple things that you're in denial about not even about you know the pandemic and stuff but no, just like just, your own life exactly like know? why would i need a so-called influencer on instagram tell me what to eat drink wear or think mm -hmm. yeah or a report in like some you know magazine or some newspaper or some review or whatever yeah I should really just be looking into myself and saying, okay, this is what I want to eat. This is what I want it's to do. It's really interesting because Aquarius, like which we're going through right now, the age of Aquarius and also Aquarius season is the masses, but it's also like this individuality, mm -hmm. you know, and we can only be like a mass collective when we are individuals. Yes. Beautiful. And I think that's like, we're just like trying to jump right into socialism or right into masses. And that's not good. Like we all have to be individuals and we all have to be responsible for ourselves. And then that is like implicit that we care and are responsible for others, but only by being true to ourselves and original. Yeah, because then we can contribute. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not contributing. Mm -hmm. It's just it becomes a gray mass. Back to the gray bodies. Yeah. We're dull. We're not we're not the bright starlight of Aquarius, but the dull, murky waters of the pond. No, yes. You it's know? true. So it's yeah. True. So yeah. And and then we need denial because it doesn't look so good rather than to increase our vibration. Exactly. And then to 
read the tarot. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh-huh, and then I want to be rainbow bright and I'm going to fight murky dismal. And with that said, that's a beautiful image to leave on. And that was an amazing podcast. Thank you very much for Thank the honor you. of your beautiful speech. <laughs> and this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Ageless. Please subscribe and forward to anyone in your world who needs to hear this. Thank you guys so much. Until next time. Bye. Bye.